electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with executives, experts, and thought leaders. On this episode, you'll hear from Dominique Dawes, a three-time Olympic gymnast and owner of Dominique Dawes Gymnastics and Ninja Academy. Dawes spoke with my colleague, CNBC senior markets correspondent Dom Chu, on August 2, 2023, as part of CNBC's Small Business Playbook event. She talked about her journey as an entrepreneur and how to balance business growth, family time, and personal fulfillment. Here's their conversation. Dominique, thank you so much for being here with us. I mean, what we know about your Gymnastics and Ninja Academy is amazing. Please just take us through. It's not out of the realm of reason for a gymnast to go the gymnastics route for business, but what was the real push that got you to this particular line of endeavor? Yes, a number of my Olympic teammates have opened gymnastics academies like this one, and a number of other of my teammates that were not Olympians have gone down this route. However, in 2016, when the abuses came out of Larry Nassar, the Olympic team doctor that I knew for 10 years of my childhood, I knew I needed to be a part of the positive change in the sport of gymnastics. I came from a very abusive gymnastics environment where we were constantly yelled at, verbally abused, physically abused, emotionally abused. And I always knew, even in my 20s, that I never wanted to put my children in the sport of gymnastics because I did not want them to go through what I went through. And now as a mother of four and everything came coming out about the sport of gymnastics and the abuses, this is my way of giving back to the DMV area that has done so much for me. So we have two locations now, two in Montgomery County, Maryland. One is in Clarksburg, Maryland that I'm sitting at right now. We're entertaining young kids as they're working hard in our summer camp right now. And then we also have a second location in Rockville, Maryland, and I'm currently looking at my third as well. Okay, so the expansion thing is the next question. You mentioned the Delmarva region, right? I mean, it's Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. It's regional for right now with aspirations for another location. What exactly goes through your mind as an entrepreneur when you think about what the proper or appropriate growth trajectory is for a small business? How big or small should you make a business? And what are the factors that go into that kind of a decision? Well, my growth right now, I do believe, is gradual. Our first location opened in the middle of a global pandemic. And when I signed my 10-year lease in 2019, there was no conversation whatsoever of what was going to happen in 2020. And all of us know March 2020, the whole world shut down. And so we were supposed to open our doors April 2020. However, we were a little delayed July 2020. We opened our doors in Clarksburg, Maryland. And it's definitely been a very rocky journey, but I do believe what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. I scaled my business to our second location during the talk of a recession even. And as we map things out of the cost of it, everything went up times two. So it's been challenging, it's been rocky, 
But what keeps me motivated and wanting to grow this business is the why. Why am I doing this? I want to make sure that young kids, boys and girls, have a positive and empowering safe space to go to, to be introduced to the sport of gymnastics, as well as to the sport of ninja. I don't want them to feel obligated to go to all these facilities around where their kids are not going to be treated well, their esteem is not going to be lifted up. We're about planning positive differences and making sure that each kid leaves our facility happy and healthy, and it shows. Now, Dominique, you, you're in a situation right now where you have a thriving business at the current level that you're at. There are a number of folks out there, and I would argue thousands, maybe even millions of Americans, who believe that the current economic situation in this country is not conducive to being able to thrive, either at the personal level or in starting a business. Do you feel as though this environment yes, is one where you can still build a business? On, so the audio is going in and out, so I'm going to try to answer this question as best that I can. But I think you talked about a business thriving. Now, of course, I want this business to be profitable. I am, you know, a mom of four very young children, and so I want to be able to provide for my family. However, my motivation and drive really with regards to thriving is to make sure we are making a positive impact on each and every one of the kids that come through our doors. And while my vision is such, I need to make sure as I am recruiting, I am interviewing and hiring that I get the right people on the bus and the right coaches through these doors. And so, yes, that has been a challenge during COVID and it is a bit of a challenge today, but I make sure that the people that we have a part of our organization are truly on board with our vision and our philosophy and they're doing this for the right reasons, that they are truly passionate about coaching each and every kid that walks through our doors and they care about planting those positive seeds. And that to me, matters more than the dollar. Now, of course, to run a business like this for one location, it's just under a million dollars that it takes to run a year. So clearly we need to you know, increase our numbers, but in the long run, the self-esteem, the dignity, and that self-worth of every single young boy and girl matters more to me than anything with regards to running this business. No, Dominique, this is, and it's a great point. The, the, the motivation is there. I'm curious about, as a small business owner right now, Here. do you feel as though yeah. the economy is in a good place for you to have a business like yours? Oh. The economy, I will say, is greatly struggling. I will say it's very challenging. I think I heard bits and pieces of your previous interview with regards to the SBA and interest rates. I remember early on taking advantage of the SBA's not only loan opportunities, but also the free mentoring. I would go to a library in Rockville, Maryland, and I would sit down with a gentleman that was one of the SBA mentors, and he would guide me through this process. It is very challenging for a business owner. As I mentioned, when I scaled my business, and I opened my second location, we had determined that it would cost X to open our doors and do build out, and it ended up turning out to be two X. The cost of our equipment, the cost of staffing, and everything skyrocketed tremendously, and the interest rates, I will say, is out of, are out of control. So it's very, very challenging for small businesses today. Um, however, I do hope that there will be some correction that occurred down the road, and it's not stopping me from doing what I'm doing, because again, my why, my drive is to ensure that we are planting positive seeds in the lives of every young kid that's out there. However, I will say um, it's challenging for small businesses. But as you may know, I'm a mother of four kids. We will invest in our children and we will invest in our pets. And so, you know, families are coming through our doors um, each and every day. The kids are having a positive experience and I hope it continues to grow throughout time. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NextGuard Plus, 
afoxolaner, moxidectin, and pyrantal chewable tablets. NextGuard Plus Chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NextGuard Plus Chews. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a... Like a good neighbor? Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Dominique, I'm the father of two small children. They've both done gymnastics. I pay for my dogs. I've got two of them. I've got a lot of living creatures in my house. It also, though, means that I got to look out for their economic well-being. How exactly do you then bridge the gap between balancing family and being a very busy small business owner? You know, I was thinking about that um, work-life ba- work balance is, um, I'm not going to say it's a joke because you have to always strive for that, but it's a juggling act. Uh, my husband's been wanting me to golf with him. It's not like he golfs a lot, Jeff. I'm not saying you're golfing all the time, uh, but he wants me to spend quality time with him and we think golf would be a fun sport that we can take up. And so it's learning to listen to your spouse and also listen to your children. Um, For the last couple of months, my kids do, especially my oldest will say to me, I'm working way too hard. She's like, you're working too much. You're always working. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, My grandfather was a garbage man. He owned the company. My, my, My father was a garbage man. My uncles owned recycling companies. And so it's very much in my DNA and in my blood. However, I'm cognizant to know that, um, you know, I don't want to spend my life just working and focusing on my business and and forsake that of which is of most importance to me. And that's my faith and my family. And so as a business owner, you do have to sometimes step away. Um, It is a 24-7 commitment. But at the same time, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how great my academies do. If I'm empowering thousands of kids that come through my doors, and yet my own four kids feel neglected by me. And so it is a challenge. I think entrepreneurs deal with this all the time. We have to learn to step back. But what I always remind myself of is my kids, our kids, my husband and I's kids, they come to the gym with us. You know, I'm not um, running a business where I don't want or I'm not capable of bringing my kids to the facility and being inspired by my positive coaches or I don't have a a franchise where I don't allow my kids to eat the food because I know it's toxic, but yet it's a profitable business. You know, what I'm doing is for my family as well. And I always try to instill certain entrepreneur traits in my young kids. Some of them are taking it on like they're they will answer a phone and say, Dominique Dawes, Gymnastics and Ninja Academy, how can I help you? Because I want this to be a family affair because this is very much a family business. And and Dominique, I mean, there is a balance, as you point out, but business is also competitive, just like gymnastics at the elite level is competitive. Where then do you find the balance? We live in a world where, yes, we have to make sure that our kids' mental and physical well-beings are there, but we also have to instill in them 
a sense of competition that they want to win, especially in things like business. So where is that balance and how do you find that with your business right now? You know, I went through a very challenging childhood in some degree where I sacrificed my childhood um, to win an Olympic gold medal, to get to three different Olympic games. And it was 24-7 work, work, work. And if you weren't doing well in the gymnastics gym, you felt little of yourself. And I don't want that for my children. There has to be that healthy balance where they learn about hard work, they learn about commitment, they learn about competition. I learned so much from my Olympic failure um, that I'm actually grateful that I did fall at the 1996 Olympic Games. Um, But at the same time, it cannot be the end-all be-all. You know, at the end of the day, and I will have a, a final day here on earth, Um, You know, if it's all about growing my business and the numbers and I didn't really enjoy the journey or enjoy those loved ones around me, I will know that I missed out and I regretted things. And that's what I try to, you know, my husband actually does a good job of that because he can have a blast no matter where he is. He's having a blast right now at his family's Um, wherever, no matter where he is, he can enjoy the people around him. And it's not always about the bottom line or work, work, work. And so I think. you know, having that balance with my husband has been beneficial because he'll see our kids out on the back swinging on a swing set. And I'm like, oh, no, they've got to go to gymnastics practice or swim or dive. And he's like, let them be kids. There has to be that balance. And at the end of the day, it's about them being happy, healthy kids, good people that love themselves, love their family, have great friendships, and they will be happy and whole. I know too many people that are very successful in the world's eyes with regards to successful businesses or having significant amount of money in the account, but they're wiped out, they're exhausted, and they have poor relationships with their spouse as well as with their kids, and it's not worth it. I did this because I want to give back to the community. That's why I'm sitting in one of my academies right now. I want to have these positive seeds planted, but I also don't want this to be my end-all be-all, that at the end of the day, I don't want to be laying on my deathbed looking at my spouse and saying, I wish I spent more time with you or looking at my kids and saying, I wish I gave you more time because that's really all our kids want more than anything is to be with us and to be loved by us and to be nurtured by us. And that's that's my number one priority. That was Olympic gymnast and owner of Dominique Dawes Gymnastics and Ninja Academies, Dominique Dawes. She joined us at CNBC's Small Business Playbook event on August 2nd, 2023. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information about upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, visit cnbcevents.com. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus chews.